ओम ज्ञान तिमीरंधस्यानंजनशलाखा चक्षुर्मीलिथ्रीगुरवे नम क्षलयसी विक्रमणे बलमद्भुत वामनाखनिताजनपावन केशवधृतवामनूप जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे How many of you are not familiar with the Leela of Lord Vamanadev or the most famous Leela of his of his taking the universe away from Bali Maharaj who who's not familiar with this everyone knows this story more or less I'm sorry could you repeat that Uh no not necessary for you <laughs> You're going to turn up the mic in the 10 incarnations who are listed by Jaydev Goswami Lord Vamana is fifth it's in chronological order over the vast expanse of time Shila no, I, I didn't finish that sentence yeah so he's the fifth and Shila Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati has <laughs> compared the avatars the order that they come with the uh, darwinian evolutionary theory so first there's kurma the fish life in water sorry matsya matsya the fish then kurma is the tortoise kachapa avatar then uh Varaha Dev. So these are all animal and amphibian forms, and then we have the half man, half lion form. Very fierce, the fiercest of all. Well, Parashuram is also very fierce. Then, uh, in the word, in the language or the particular word used by Pakistan, so it's a taco, the mannequin. little man is it a dwarf vamana means literally means dwarf then violent man parashuram then ramachandra bhagwan also violent but more restrained <laughs> well, parashuram is from the brahmin caste and ramachandra is from the kshatriya <coughs> caste violent but uh, moral in his violence only when required was parashuram he lost his temper rather seriously that wasn't in kali yuga we there there's in kali yuga it's very bad there's so many demons but uh, parashuram was active killing the whole race of kshatriyas 21 times That was prior to Kali. That must have been when was that? Which yoga was that? Because Ram came in traitor, maybe in Satya yoga. Ah, uh, then, yeah. Who's next? Good question. Hmm. No, no, not Buddha. Well, it depends who you are. 
because the Madhvas, they the Madhvas, they don't accept Balaram as an So some say Krishna, some say Balaram, and in Jagannath Puri, you'll see the Dash Avatar, Jagannath next. <laughs> so some say Krishna, some say Balaram. We have Balaram. <coughs> then, uh, yeah, so he's. Uh, what shall we say? The, we have small man, violent man, moral man, and then Krishna is the happy man. <laughs> and then Buddha, the wise man, is next. And then Kalki just destroys everything and it's time to start all over again. So Vamana, he came shortly after Narasimha. And uh, Narasimha came to uh, kill, yeah, Varaha, Narasimha, Vamana, they all came within short time of each other because Varaha killed Hiranyaksha, who was the younger brother of Hiranyakashipu, having appeared as the twin brother of Hiranyakashipu before him, he's younger. Different understanding to the Western understanding. The one who came out first in the Western understanding would be the first. But the uh, one whose embryo was formed by insemination first and was therefore at the back of the womb and came out second is Hiranyakashipu. So we have very clear understanding uh, in the Vedic knowledge of the progression of life. It doesn't begin. When does life begin? Well, well. When does life in the uh, in a in a particular body begin? At conception. At conception. Yeah, that's the Vedic version. Although in the modern law system, they put some arbitrary date. What is it? Third trimester, seven months. After seven months. When, so. when the child can live outside the womb. With a support system. Living outside the womb. I so see. That's, that's their way of uh, defining. Up until then, it's fetal tissue. I see. Up until then, it's uh, potential cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah, Varaha killed Hiranyaksha. Narasimhadev famously killed Hiranyakashipu. Very famous leader. Of all the Leelas that are famous in this world, those of Rama and Krishna are most famous in India, and that of Narasimha third. And in Andhra Pradesh, very well known, Narasimha. There are many people with the name Narasimha in Andhra Pradesh. In fact, even one of the last prime ministers. Is he still alive? I never heard he died. He died. He died, huh? P. V. Narasimha Rao. So, uh, yeah, the, the leader of Narasimha is well known. Uh, maybe Vamanadev, not so much. He came sh- again. He came shortly after Hiranyakashipu because the grandson of Hiranyakashipu was Bali Maharaj. Sorry, great grandson. 
uh, Prahlad, one of the sons of Hiranyakashipu, famously, one of the sons, not the only son. And his son, Prahlad was a great, as you know, Hiranyakashipu was a great demon, Prahlad was a great devotee, the son of Prahlad, Virochana, was a demon, and the son of Virochana, Bali, was born in a demon family, but a great devotee. So the idea is that the the, the mentality of the son tends to follow that of the mother. So, in that case, the, that of the grandson would tend to follow that of the paternal grandfather. So, Bali Maharaj was uh, a great devotee due to his association with Prahlad Maharaj. And he did his duty as the king of the demons, he attacked the the demigods. That's what the demons do. That's how they pass their time. They have uh, very nice, materially, very good facilities, even better than that of the demigods, in the Billa Swarga, heaven in a hole. That literally means heaven in a hole. And underneath the earth is the uh, abode of the demons, which uh, is suitable for material enjoyment. Nevertheless, the demons always live in fear, even though they have such facilities for enjoyment. Just like in America nowadays, people have facility for material enjoyment, not nearly as much as in heavenly planets, but they're always afraid due to the fear of those damn Muslims, well, they don't really seem to do that much, but there's the, uh, the fear is in the air that they can come and kill you at any time. So it's, it's an example. So the, the, uh, the demons are always afraid of Sudarshan Chakra coming and swashing off their heads. So, uh, because they're demons, they attack the demigods. They have no real need to do so, but they do so anyway, because that's the nature of the material world. Even if there's no need to, even if people don't have enemies or no cause for enmity, they make enmity anyway. Especially the demons. They have no, no need to. They have everything they need for their material enjoyment, but they just feel the need to have an enemy. Just like you see in the... Uh, in the modern Western world, uh, it's probably the same here. I, I'm giving an example from good old England, where, as I've several times said, I, his body was born in. So uh, there are sports teams, and the supporters of the sports team hates those of the rival sports team. Do you have that here in America also? Yeah. The low. The local, like if there's two local teams in one city or something. Not in England, were they? Oh, it depends on where you are. Boston, Boston and New York, they have gunfights. Yeah, they hate each other. It, there's no real reason to do so. Yeah? In New England, uh, Boston Red Sox uh, hates uh, New York Yankees, and the whole, whole city hates uh, New York Yankees. They, they, that means they probably hate New Yorkers in general, yeah. the people, Boston... <laughs> Oh, and you have Chicago, you have the White Sox, and... Hey, 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 oh, okay, we don't have a fight here now. <laughs> oh, Maharaj, you had in Los Angeles, USC and, and uh, UCLA, two colleges. And they hate each other. 40-year rivalry. 
I see, only 40 years. I'll tell you a funny story about Varaha Dev and Krishna. Um, you have to, well, I'll have to give you a little background on the, the, uh, the culture of Liverpool, which is a famous city in England known for the Beatles and in Europe, Liverpool Football Club, a very famous football club in England. They play in a red strip. And the rival team, in, it's also a big team, big club, they play in a blue strip. This is soccer, soccer. So, uh, so Devodi was distributing books in Liverpool, in the city. And uh, he gave a Krishna book to a man, and the man said, uh, I kind of like Krishna, but I have a, I have a problem with Krishna. I got something against him. I said, well, you know, what's the problem? He said, you see, I've been a Liverpool fan since the age of five, and Krishna's blue. <laughs> so then the devotee explained that, well, actually he has other incarnations. Uh, Varaha's red. And so you can take the, and he took the book. <laughs> yeah. Quick thinking devotee. <laughs> it's a long way away from the sages of Naimisharanya. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, George Harrison's from Liverpool also, and actually people in Liverpool, they like devotees very much, probably because of the Beatles' connection with, with uh, George Harrison. So, anyway, uh, Varaha Dev, uh, yeah, Varaha, Narasimha, then Vamana. Narasimha is very beautiful, but not in the way that most people would think. Varaha is also very beautiful. Matsya is very beautiful, but not in the way that most people would think is very beautiful. The, uh, that's one of the, who is that? The, uh, Varaha Dev, when he came, Bhumi Dev wanted to be his wife, but he said, "Well, this this form isn't so suitable for for romance." You see, so then she came again in Krishna Lila. As you don't say, you don't say, you don't say. Anyone else? Bhu Shakti is. Actually, yeah, Kubja is that form, but particularly as as the wife as Satyabhama. Yeah, Kubja also represents the earth who is pressed down by the feeling the weight of the demons, and then Krishna lifted her up and restored her to her beauty. So, uh, uh, Vamana Dev is the first of the forms who we would recognize as beautiful, very beautiful, very sweet pastime of cheating. Bali Maharaj. His, the pastimes that the Lord shares with his devotees, they're particularly sweet if they are uh, back to front or uh, not understandable to normal people. They, they appear to be, uh, if they're contrary, a hairy, what is that? A hairy of a, what is that? A hairy of a? Premna, why well, I can't I forgot one word. A hairy a hairy vagatiya premna. This is the, the prem or love moves 
in the way of a snake. Like this. Not, of course, we hear you saying about Kunti, saying that, may my love for you, Krishna, flow like the Ganga toward the sea, rushing in, in, in huge quantities. The Ganga. If you go to India, you'll see the Ganga, she flows so fast, right from the Himalayas, all the way down to the sea. That uh, in a very fast flowing river and lots of water. But once I was in Bihar, which is shortly before the Ganga forks, she goes into East Bengal and then the main the, the, actually the main flow used to go into East Bengal before they dammed it but still the river which is called Ganga is, comes with less flow turns right and goes because she was flowing her natural direction is that way but then she turned because she wanted to go to Navadweep and she comes down through Navadweep and out at Ganga Saga so a lot of what, yeah, once I was in Bihar in the, in the uh, monsoon, toward the end of the monsoon season, so Ganga becomes so wide, like, it must have been more than a kilometer wide. So she'd be so much, so Kunti is praying for her love like that. But, uh, yeah, that's the mood of love, but the actual workings of love are very crooked. So, uh, yeah, we find that the gopis, they also uh, reveal or they, they exposed Krishna. When they, they said, we've heard about you from Purnamasi. She told us all about you. It's not just in this life that you're cheating us, but it, you're so crooked that in every life <laughs> you mistreat women. You see this uh, Shupanaka, she came to you as a valid request that for a woman to approach a Kshatriya especially and with a romantic way is a valid request but you were so cruel you had her nose cut off. <laughs> and even before that Bali Maharaj he didn't do anything wrong I mean as a Kshatriya you can attack another kingdom and overtake it but uh, instead of fighting with him as you should have he was a Upendra who's also Vamana he's born in the in, in the family of Indra, so he's also a Kshatriya, the younger brother of Indra. So instead of fighting with him properly, if, if you wanted to take the kingdom of Daitya Raj Bali, you should have fought with him, but instead you just cheated him. Uh, so this is, these, this is your way of dealing. What can we expect from such a person like you? Kitava Yoshita, you're simply <laughs> cheating especially the women. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Vamandev came in a very sweet leela, which only he and Bali Maharaj could appreciate. Everyone, and of course the, the demigods appreciated, but for a different reason. They wanted their kingdom back. But they couldn't appreciate the loving affair that was, or the loving dealings that was going on between uh, Bali Maharaj and Vamanadeva. Vamanadeva was doing his duty as a, as a good demon. He, he led the demons in their attack on the heavenly planets and took over the heavenly planets. And then to consolidate his position, Vamanadeva performed sacrifices. The 
Indra Dev is known as Shatakratu, one who performed a hundred sacrifice, hundred horse sacrifices. By, by that's supposed to make that that'll get you to the heavenly planets or make make you very strong. But uh, because Indra had offended his guru, whereas Bali had faithfully served his guru, so Indra had become weak. And Bali had become strong, but to make now Bali was in the position. Always the demons want to take over the heavenly planets, but generally they can't. They can't do it. Uh, but on this occasion, because of Indra's offense to his guru, the demons, the demigods, had become weak, and therefore the demons are able to do do so to overtake to take over the heavenly planets. So Shukracharya, the guru of the demons, advised uh, Bali Maharaj to perform sacrifices. That, that gives you gives you uh, strength in your position, gives you more punya or piety, pious reserves by which can one can remain in one's position. So. Uh, Dali Maharaj came, is on the bank of the Narmada in the heavenly planets the, to the place where Dali Maharaj was performing sacrifices. That place is known where the sacrifice was being performed is called Brigukach, which uh, there's also the Brigukach, the facsimile of that you can say, in this on this planet, in this world, which is in modern times known as Bharuj which is a fairly large town. I guess it's, what, three lakhs? Something like that? I'd estimate. Uh, 300,000 people. It's a moderately sized town. Uh, on the bank of the Narmada in Gujarat state, uh, where the, the Hindus there, at least they know that this is the place of Vamanadi, but they don't really know that much. There's a temple on the bank of the Narmada, but not very prominent temple, not not very well maintained, like this. I suggested to we there are devotees there, householder devotees who live there, very active in preaching and book distribution, that they hold a program on this day. So they should be well. Maybe they because it's Sunday. Maybe they did it in the morning, or maybe it's over. In the morning means it's already finished in India. Or if they're doing it in the evening, then it should be going on. Let me see. Let me see. Tomorrow morning. No, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a time when they're doing programs. So maybe actually about ten o'clock. Yeah, no. Until nine. Nine p.m. Nine PM. It's eleven and a half. No, thirteen and a half hours. It's just half an hour difference. You add half an hour and it's thirteen and a half hours. It should be ten o'clock at night. Anyway, whatever it is. So uh, yeah, let's see if they. I, talk, I suggested that they hold a program and invite all the prominent people of the city and uh, let people be Vamana conscious in the place of Vamana Dev. So Vamana uh, Dave, his uh, his pastime is very sweet because it's crooked, particularly because it's crooked. Anyway, he's very sweet. He's very beautiful 
to see. Vamandev, one, one of the particular qualities of Vamana, all the different avatars, they have particular qualities. Uh, of course, Krishna has all qualities of all avatars. He's the source of all avatars. But Vama, one of the qualities of Vamana is that he's very beautiful. Very beautiful Brahmana boy. So he arrived at the place of Bali Maharaj's sacrifice and even from a distance it looked like there was another sun coming. He was so effulgent. Brahma Teja, although he's the son of, sorry, the brother of Indra. He's known as the younger brother of Indra. But he was a Brahmana boy and he's generally depicted as a Brahmachari, young boy, with an umbrella. Those, uh, they're made of cane umbrella. They're not, in the modern age, umbrella means a folding umbrella. But a, So you'll see that picture of Vamana Dev. And uh, Bali Maharaj felt very happy that, oh, there's such an effulgent Brahmana boy has come to my sacrifice. That's very auspicious. That makes it, that'll increase the effect so much more. And if he's come, that means he's come begging. He wants something from him. Otherwise, why would he come? What business has he got to come? Must be. The Brahmanas come to sacrifices because that's at the sacrifice, one of the major duties is to give Dakshina to Brahmanas and uh, lavishly. That should be given. So, so uh, Bali Maharaj he was very happy, and he requested that you take you take what you want. I, I can give you whatever you. I see. I've got the whole universe, so you take whatever you want. And Vamanadev said that well, I just take three paces of land according to the measurement of my own step, and he's only a dwarf, so. There's not very much land. And Bali Maharaj said, well, you see, you're just a young boy and you don't really know what's in your self-interest. You see, so you should take some more. It's not really fitting for me. I've got so much to give you. And you came such a long way and you just want to take three tiny little pieces of land. I can give you a whole dweeper, a whole area of the, a whole massive chunk of the universe. <coughs> Whatever someone who comes to me, Bali Maharaj said, should never have to come again for charity. They should be fully set up for life. Not that you know, I, they came to Bali and he gave a little, and then you have to go to someone. No, he should should be fully set up. But Vamanadev said, spoke very philosophically and in a very detached manner that, well, you know, you shouldn't take more than you need, and uh, it's not good to be greedy, and. Uh, and just, just take, it's better just to take a little. So uh, there was some parley between them, and eventually it was settled that Bama would take three steps just by the measurement of his own feet. In the meantime, Shukracharya in the background is uh, you know, going crazy because he knows that this, this is Vishnu, he's our enemy. It's him. If it wasn't for him, we'd, those damn demigods would have thrown them, they all ran away, but we'd have done it before. It's always him who's calling all, all the problems. First of all, he, you know, 
He killed Hiranyaksha. What bi- he didn't have any business with Hiranyaksha. He was just sitting in the ocean of milk, just lounging around in the ocean of milk, and we weren't disturbing him. And uh, but he, this somehow or other, he likes this Indra, and uh, he killed Hiran Hiranyaksha. Then he killed Hiranyakashipu. He's the eternal enemy of the demons. So Shukracharya wasn't happy at all. He said, "This is Vishnu." He's, don't trust him. Bali Maharaj said that. Well, I've given my word. I have to, I have to give charity. So anyway, it's only three pieces of land, so, you know, what are you worried about? It's, uh, I have to do it. And Shukrachar gave evidence. No, you see, you can, you, even if you give your word, you can go back on it. It's allowed in scripture under various circumstances. You see, in, in war, when it's a case of life and death, in seducing a woman, and in so many ways, lies are allowed. But uh, Bali Maharaj, he decided that yes, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead with it anyway. And so he, uh, it's uh, a f- to to seal the the deal, as in America in at least in former times, you do it by a handshake. And that means, okay, that's what, what we discussed, it's decided. So he will pour water from his kamandalu. So it's said, it's not in Srimad Bhagavatam, maybe in some other shastra, that Shukracharya entered the spout of the water pot as some kind of insect. And... Uh, Vamandev entered there and poked that insect so Shukra became he became blind that story is told in Kerala a lot where they they have a big celebration it's they, they uh, it's a big thing down in Kerala they, no no Pongal Pongal is in Tamil Nadu oh no oh no yeah. so uh, that's the story they tell so so the water was poured out, he gave his word, and uh, so then Vaman and Dave took his three steps. And with one step he covered the lower planetary system and spreading his arms also, he was, took the sides, everything on the, And with the second step, he, uh, he covered the upper part, and then he said to Bali Maharaj, you see, you're talking so big, you're going to give me so many things. He said, I couldn't take enough. And you, you, can't, you don't even have enough land to give me three steps. I covered everything with two steps. <laughs> he expanded his body into a huge form. And said, you see, you're, and then he said, what is this? You, you see, the, this kind of kshatriya, they're the, they're the, this is the cause of the downfall of the whole universe. You're supposed to be protecting dharma. And you, you and you give your word to a Brahmin and you can't even fulfill it. And this way, he so tie him up. He called Garuda, tie him up. He's simply a cheater and a rascal. He deserves punishment. So, so, and meanwhile, the demons are just fuming. Arrgh! Went to all this trouble to conquer the heavenly planets, and this king. He's our king, so we can't turn against him. But and he's not bad, but he's. He's very good, you see, he's had a very generous spirit, but he's just been cheated by Vishnu again. (laughs) 
So they were very unhappy. And the, the, the sister of Bali Maharaj, whose name was Ratnamala, she, when Vamana came, she thought, oh, what a nice boy, how, how sweet he is. What a fortunate woman must have had her, must have had him as her son. I would like to suckle him from my breast. She was thinking like that. But then when uh, she saw who it is, she be- her uh, motherly affection changed to the usual demoniac mood and she thought, actually I'd like to kill him. He's cheated us so badly. So then she later came as Putin and both her wishes were fulfilled. Or at least she couldn't kill him, but at least she had a good try. So she suckled him and uh, she tried to kill him, but it didn't exactly work. So uh, then Bali Maharaj was tied up and thrown down to the lower worlds, which is actually a better, he was thrown down to Sutala, which is a better place than, uh, than the heavenly kingdom. Vishnu, Vamana made it better. But uh, Vamana said that, you know, what are you going to do? You see, you gave uh, you know, two, two steps, so... What am I going to do about the third step? So Bali said, well, the only thing I've got left is myself. So you put your foot on my head, which is a symbol of self-surrender, which no Kshatriya would ever agree that anyone should. For a Brahmana, they might say, the Guru can do. But uh, that's a sign of complete submission for which Bali has become famous for Atmanivedanam, offering himself, completely giving himself, that is Atmanivedanam. And the very word Bali means uh, offering in sacrifice, just an offering in sacrifice. You throw it into the fire and then it's consumed. So this is a, a very sweet leela of uh, of the exchange between the Lord and his devotees, that Bali, he had become, he was so prestigious. The demons were so happy, you see. We we had the universe under our control, and then uh, Hiranyakashipu, he was, you know, somehow or other, he, was, he must have been a little distracted when he was fighting, otherwise Vishnu couldn't have defeated him, but somehow or other, by some quirk of fate, Hiranyakashipu was defeated, and here we are, grinding our teeth in frustration, and just, now we got it back, and now there's, they're totally in control, nothing anyone can do, and oh, we lost it all again. And Bali, he's, he's such a such a good man, didn't do anything wrong, he took the heavenly planets by fair means, but was cheated by Vishnu, and now he has to go to the to the lower plan. So demons were very upset. And the, the demigods were very happy because Vishnu had helped them. But they the, but the pleasure that the demigods got and from having Vamana in their company as as their as the younger brother of uh, Indra Indra Indranuj different names for Dependra Trivikram three big steps uh or Urukram, big steps, has various names of Vamana. So, but the, none of them could appreciate Vamana as Bali Maharaj could. 
He was, he was uh, considered a f- the, the, the great prestige he'd got, the, the high esteem he was held in by all the demons, just vanished because they thought he's a fool. Everything we did, he, uh, everything we worked for to give him the prestige of being the king of heaven, and he lost it all. And the guru, and the shukra, he advised not to do this. He told him clearly. Still he did it. And we got cheated. But Bali Maharaj, in the midst of all this humiliation, simply thought, I'm so fortunate <laughs> that uh, my Lord, who I'm always thinking of, I heard from Prahlad Maharaj about him, he has come directly to uh, punish me for my impudence and arrogance in thinking myself the Lord of the universe when ultimately it all belongs to him anyway. He he took it for himself and and relieved me of the egoism of thinking that I am the Lord of the universe. So Vamanadev, he not only gave uh, (coughs) Bali a place to live, which although in the lower planets was better than the heavenly plans, but he said in future you can, you can, later when this Indra has passed away, you can go and be Indra. And Vaman said that not only uh, will I give you that place, but I'm going to come and live with you. I'm going to be your Dharma. I'll, I'll protect. I'll, I'll protect you. So Indra lost, he, Indra got the heavenly planets back, but he lost the association of Vaman today, because Vaman prefers to be in the company of Bali, and you may think, well, what kind of a doorman is he? Bouncer? Do you use that word in America? Bouncer? You have to be a big... Hmm? Bouncer. Bouncer. It's at the doorman of a, of a disco club or something like that. You know, they're big, heavy guys. So if anyone wants to cause any trouble, they bop them and bounce them out. So uh, what you might think, what kind of a bouncer is this Vamana Dave? You know, you might trip over him, or you don't even notice him. Just a little boy. That's why Ravana, when he was going all around the universe, bullying everyone into submission, he came to Sutala, and uh, he was just going. And Ravana said, oh, "Stop!" And Ravana, yeah, what's this little boy? And he didn't even stop to. Uh, so. Uh, Vamana, with his little divine, beautiful lotus foot, gave him Ravana a kick in the backside <laughs> and bounced him all the way to the other side of the universe. <laughs> Didn't kill him at that time. He waited for some time. So that's another lead. We only we don't know much of the leelas of Vamana, like as we know of Ra, Rama and Krishna. These two. Avatars, if we can also in one sense call Krishna avatar. Their leelas are very well known, but Vamana we don't know so much. So there are a few thoughts about Vamana Dev. Yeah. All glories to Lord Vamana Dev. Uh, one thing to be th- one thing to be done in Gujarat is to make a big temple for Vamana Dev in Bharuch. It's actually a very uh, special place for preaching always it's always been people take many books the Muslims take books and uh, and uh, people are very open to Krishna consciousness we have a good group of devotees there things are getting developed there so uh, today is 
also the appearance day of Srila Jiva Goswami, who's, who's, who is a Jiva, not Bhagavan, as we've been speaking of, but whose glories are no less than those of Vamandev. Uh, Srila Prabhupada in one letter wrote that, uh, he wrote that my mission or my desire, I can't remember which word he used, is to spread the glories of Jiva Goswami all over the world. And generally the Gorya Vaishnavas are known as Rupanugas. Um, among ourselves, the, the stupid scholars call us Chaitanya Vaishnavas or something like that. They have their own term. But our term is Rupanuga, followers of Rupa Goswami. But sometimes all, the Goryas are also called Jivanugas. Because Rupa Goswami and Jiva Goswami, they are non-different in their exegetical endeavors, as Srila Prabhupada wrote in one purport. Uh, Rupa Goswami, uh, under the direct order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, compiled so many books, uh, mostly, uh, or, no, or many were his uh, expositions of divine leelas. It's uh, it's supplement to Srimad Bhagavatam. What's not described in Srimad Bhagavatam is He's given more detail. Jiva Goswami supported Rupa Goswami and and the whole uh, theology of the Gauriyas is given by Jiva Goswami in his Shatshandharva, for which he's most famous. Um, Although he's written many other beautiful books also. Sometimes some Prakritas Sahajya types claim that Jiva Goswami, he's, just, he's a jnani, he's not a real bhakta, which is stupid, because he wrote so many other... Uh, he wrote poetry and the whole leela of Krishna in his various books. But uh, it's required that uh, apart from writing or, or composing or remembering Rasik literature or that which is concerned with relishing the past times of Krishna, there also be that to establish the position of Krishna. So <coughs> there are two uh, main divisions in Vaishnav literature or aesthetics and that is Tattva and Rasa. And we find in Srimad Bhagavatam, both are there. And actually they are, they are completely intertwined. They cannot be, which the Prakrita Sahajis don't understand, they cannot be rasa, they cannot be rasa jnana. Tachinvatam rasa jnanam swadu swadu pade pade. The sages at Naimisharanya aspired to, at every step, uh, taste the rasa of Srimad Bhagavatam, of Krishna's Leela. But Krishna's Leela is appreciated by, uh, at least from this platform, by those who know the science of knowledge of Krishna. So all these subjects, Jiva Goswami has uh, meticulously covered. He's given a, a uh, an elaborate 
theology of Krishna consciousness in his Shatshandharva, uh, for which all the, therefore the, the Gauriyas, they're also known as Jivanoga, because we have to follow what he has established as Siddhanta, that has to be accepted by all the Vaishnavas, all the Gauriyas. Srila Prabhupada said that my mission is to spread the glories of Jiva Goswami all over the world. And that means that uh, the philosophical teachings of Jiva Goswami, the understanding of Krishna consciousness, that has to be established in the world. That will be the glory of Jiva Goswami. What he's, he sat in Vrindavan writing on uh, Palm, manu, palm leaf manuscript or whatever. And nowadays if someone writes a book, then you ask, well, so many devotees are writing, well, how many copies did you print? 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000? In those days, someone would write a copy, and one for themselves, and then someone else might copy it. And if, if, if a book had 10 copies, that would be like a major work. Because to, to copy a book, who's going to copy it? by hand. So if, if you get ten people to copy it, that means it's a, that's a, a, a well widely circulated book. It's been appreciated by some... I mean, you've got to really appreciate it to, to uh, copy it. Either personally or there were scribes who were also... who were shudras by caste, just like Chandrasekhar in uh, Baranasi. He was a scribe. So he would copy books. They were engaged for that. Uh, and books were meant for uh, explaining. Brahmanas might explain them to a group of people. That would be like Ramayana, Srimad Bhagavatam, or specifically uh, to disciples. So when people say that, well, why not print this book and that book, it's all you see, it was written by this Acharya and that Acharya, but in those days there weren't printing presses and it wasn't that every book was meant to be widely circulated, they were meant for a specific audience. In fact, we'll find that Rupa Goswami sometimes write that, I wrote this book for Sanatan Goswami. Maybe he thought that just Sanatan Goswami, he will read this. If he, and Jiva Goswami writes that, I'm writing this for Rupa Goswami. So he might have thought that, well, this book is particular. Here, I wrote this book. It's for you. And that's it. That's it for you. That's all. So, uh, of course, Jiva Goswami was also writing, not for one or two people, but he was aware that he was establishing the proper understanding of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings because as soon as, or even in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's presence, but even but especially after he passed away, there were so many different interpretations of what he, what his cult is, what is the purpose of it, and what are the teachings of it. So the books were required, a systematic theology of Srimad Bhagavatam was required to establish what are actually the teachings. So... Um, Jiva Goswami's writings, they are the uh, accepted as authority by all Gauriya Vaishnavas. 
So Srila Prabhupada, who said, my books are the law books for the next 10,000 years, he also said that my mission is to spread the glories of Jiva Goswami all over the world. So he has, within his Bhaktivedanta purports, given all the teachings of Jiva Goswami, but it also behooves <coughs> our society that at least some of its members should study the teachings of Jiva Goswami in, in detail and understand them. It's, it's required. And for that purpose, that's one of the purposes why Gopi Pranadana Prabhu is uh, teaching in Govardhan. He's particularly teaching the uh, Shandarbas, and he's translated with commentary some of them. That work is going on. Javrida Prabhu, I think you're edited? I... You edited Tattva Shandarba, is I it? I did, but that's my version. That, that, that was described. Now it's going on. It's going on, the work, yeah. It's really, really being refined and refined, yeah. It's, yeah. All right, it's the morning after the feast at night. So, I'll finish here. The day after. There's a film about the the nuclear bomb. That film is called The Day After. Oh, <laughs> The Day After, yes. It's the day after the feast at night. And even though it's an Anakadashi feast, it's still... damage. <laughs> so... Yes, please. I have one quick question. You always have questions at the end of class. That's very good. An active mind. Yeah, active, that will agree with you. Um, it's active, well, active. Well, that's why we have these classes, because the minds are active, and if they're not active for Bhagavat Tattva Vigyanam, then, then our minds will be active for the, uh, what is the, uh, Vaya Satirtam, a pilgrimage place for crows, literature or subject matter not connected to Krishna. Yeah. Well, I had a comment and a question. <clears throat> Just you were talking about rivalry. Another big rivalry is between the Alabama Bulldogs. The Alabama and, Bulldogs yes, and the Alabama Bulldogs and what's no, that? No, the Mississippi Bulldogs. What what sport do they play? Football. There are American football. You know they throw the ball. American football. I remember seeing that on on TV <laughs> as a kid and wondering why they bothered with a ball. <laughs> why don't they just Why don't they just fight each other? <laughs> well, that's rugby. Um, but because I, I want to get the Alabama Bulldogs. No, so actually, with the Arkansas, uh, Ra yeah. Arkansas Razorbacks, who they call the Hogs, the and there were the Mississippi Arkansas. Bulldogs, yeah. who they called the Dogs. And I was this was Hogs versus Dogs. dogs. Yeah. I was I was doing Sankirtan, <laughs> and it, our mantra was: Are you a hog or a dog? Are you a hog? I'm a hog. And exactly, they said, "I'm a dog." We said, "All right, I'm a hog." All that was missing was camels and asses. It was so much fun. <laughs> they they met sixty thousand people, and and sixty thousand people, and when one in the, in the stadium, and when the dogs. Mississippi Bulldogs would get a, a, a you know touchdown or goal, they'd be bark 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 bark. You, you hear them barking, and then when the pigs, the hogs would, would be so easy, so, so you'd have them squealing like hogs and barking like dogs. Thirty thousand people at a time going back and forth. It was fantastic. Honestly, um, <laughs> in packaging, you know. But my question was this. You, you were talking very nicely about the, you know, just one copy, and this is, I'm giving this for Rupa, and they were thinking it might not go further. 
Um, well, we don't know, but... Oh, fine. Yeah. But is... Yeah, well, then maybe you've answered my question. Is there an inference there that some of these literatures may not be meant for circulating widely, even... Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Could you speak on that for a moment? Well, um, that's a well-known story that Bhaktisiddhan Sarsar Thakur, under the guidance of Bhaktisiddhan Thakur, was preparing Vaishnava literature for printing. Most of it was not printed and was in danger of extinction, actually. And many of the Vaishnava literatures were extinct. The, the uh, Upanishad commentaries of Baladev Vidyabhushan well, they were all lost, although I, Vidvan Goranga told me recently that he had located them. The Bhaktisthan Sarasvati was looking for them at the, and from the Shamananda Temple in Vrindavan, which is the obvious place to look for them because that's connected with Rasikananda, Shamananda, Valadevi Dhyabhusha. They said, well, we have them, but they're all sh- shredded. They've just become lost. So he was, there was a big drive on to print them. And Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasar Thakur, he asked Bhaktivinoda Thakur, I'd like to print Gita Govinda. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, well, you print one for yourself. Govinda Lilamrata, maybe, yeah. Govinda Lilamrata, yeah. So, yeah, not all books are meant for everyone. As well known of the, the Gopi Bhava Club of Los Angeles in 1974, was it? They're not meant for everyone, but... They're meant for me. I, I, I can understand. Well, the devotees said, "Well, we're just reading your books, Prabhupada." And they were they were specifically reading the the very esoteric sections of Chaitanya Charitamrita, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the mood of Radharani is pining for Krishna. And Prabhupada said, "Maybe my books, but it's not that everyone's everything's meant for everyone." I was a member. Hmm. I was a member of the Gopi Baba Club. That's it. Well, I dropped out before Prabhupada came and snatched. <laughs> so yeah, not everything is meant for actually it is meant for us, but we have to become to that stage. As Bhaktisiddhan Sarasvatakur also said, that's in Bhaktisiddhan Vaibhavai. He spoke on this uh, for some days he spoke uh, uh, what is that? Yadi Hari Smarana Manasa Vilasa Katasu ah, I can't remember. Anyone remember? You won't remember that. Then, uh, if if you're if you're attracted to hearing the pastimes of of uh, Hari, if you're attracted to the very sweet and then hear this beautiful poetry by Jayadev, who is favored by Saraswati. So. Bhaktisthan Sarasvatthakur said, yeah, we have to come to that stage. But he didn't go further. We recite Gita Govinda every day in our temple, at least one verse from it. Tavakara Kamalavare Nakam Adbhuta Sringham. First of all, Jayadev establishes who, who Krishna is, the ten avatars. And then that's right at the beginning of Gita Govinda. And then right after that comes the beautiful song, what is that? The Jaya Jaya Deva Hare. Yes. Shrita Kamala Kuchamandala, which for some reason which I can't understand, Prabhupada told us not to sing. And Bhaktisdhan Sarasvataka was very restrictive in that. I would tell you later. Oh, you can tell me. I, I couldn't work it out. Only the first line is somewhat 
erotic, you could say. You can tell me. But there, there are two other verses right after that, which, which we, we, we weren't seeing anyway, which are very transcendentally erotic. Ecstatic, but not for us. So yeah, not everything is meant for everyone. Certain scriptures are, or certain writings are meant for highly advanced people. In Bengali Vaishnava culture, if we if we see, I have a songbook. It's you can get it in Calcutta. Bengali songbook. It's like that thick, in small type, and it's full of songs, Vaishnava songs, mostly in Bengali. Few in Sanskrit. Bengali mixed with Maithili and like that. Bengali. Uh, and they're almost all on the theme of Krishna, Krishna Lila. They're, they're developed from Gita Govinda, the theme of Gita Govinda. So they're, they're very similar. Many of the poets write on practically the same thing, describing the form of Krishna and of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but mostly on Krishna Lila. And Lila Kirtan is one of the uh, four forms of of sung kirtan, which sung, sung, S-U-N-G, sung kirtan, uh, which are part of, or central to traditional Gorya kirtan culture, in which people, they sit, and someone sings, the kirtan, the lila kirtan, some singers, they, they could go, they'll go on singing, practically non-stop for 24 hours, and with, with, by heart, all the songs describing the different pastimes, but mostly the, the, the Ras leader and especially Krishna taking Radha away and then rejecting Radha and then Radha comes back. And this is very, very intimate stuff. But Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasar Thakur, he didn't allow his disciples to hear that and he criticized others for hearing that, although it's traditional Vaishnava culture, it's compo- the songs are composed by accepted acharyas, but he said there's no one. F- his point was that there's no one fit to hear this or to recite it. So times have changed. People were, but that's there in Bhagavatam. We're quoting that verse again and again. Tatas chanu dinam dharma. With with every day, dharma the first thing. Huh? Tatas chanu dinam dharma. Hmm? No, it's Shocham Satyam Shamadaya. Kalena Balinara Jan Nangshantayur Balangsmitihi. With the passing of every single day, Dharma, then cleanliness, truthfulness, uh, tolerance, mercy, lifespan, bodily strength, and memory, power of memory, they decrease. So people were more pious previously. So uh, also the, the Gorya culture was for Babaji life. People would retire for Babaji life, but no one's fit for that now. So the Pakistan society had to make a change. It's not that Babaji life is wrong, but just that people are just not fit for that. They can't follow it. It's not, it's not favorable for them anymore to attempt that. So yeah, not everything is meant for everyone. Although Srila Prabhupada did say that all the Vaishnava, all the Vedic literature, especially the Vaishnava literature, should be translated in all the languages and distributed all over the world. But still it's selective, it's not for everyone. So uh, 
I'm not very happy that you can walk into an ISKCON temple and many ISKCON you'll see. I in in one center I went I saw the the love songs of Vidyapati. I mean there's just a temple bookshop that anyone can walk into. Ujvala Nilamani. They're all on sale in the bookshop along with uh, vegetarian dog food and cat food <laughs> in the temple shop. And then and it's all mixed up with like rock and roll kirtan and you know, it's just a a zoo, you know. Take take your pick. What what appeals to your sense What appeals to your sense gratification in the name of Krishna consciousness? So, following Shivaram Swami's lead, I tell my disciples: If you want to read something, ask me for first. Don't just read whatever you think is nice. Mm. Thank you, Maharaj. Yeah. I heard recently. You heard recently. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> Sanatan Goswami or someone. As if, as if you're really could, taking a big hole for Keep going. As if there's a Sanatan Goswami loitering on every street corner. Oh, the Granta Samadhi. Yeah, that's what's called the Granta Samadhi. Yeah, it's a mystery. No one knows who opened it. What's the mystery, Marsh? What's in it, or who did it, or what? I don't know. Everything about it, it seems. <laughs> There's a story that the Goswamis put their books there. The thing is, the, the main point is that there are many that are lost. Well, it says a hundred thousand grunters. Grunters. Yeah. But still, if you count it up, it's a lot. But it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, a hundred thousand grunters, which means can mean verses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you took it as books, then you that's really uh, yeah. Yeah, but a hundred thousand verses. Yeah, it's a lot. The Srimad Bhagavatam is eighteen thousand, approximately. But that that could be also uh, approximate, just like you find in South India, so many temples, thousand pillar temples, and the actual number is seven hundred or eight hundred, <laughs> or maybe well, twelve hundred. Talk approximate. What about a lack of names? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Prakrita Rasha Shatta Dushini. It's yeah, around. It's approximate. So Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. All those to Sri Vamana Dave. Yeah. Yeah.